Hey y'all. Hey guys, we're eating vegan nuggets and fries because it's Friday. <laughs> and we were sitting here talking about teams and when you're an artist, how important or not important or the timing of having a team. And I was about to say, um, <clears throat> I think the best team to have is when the whole team is one a fan of the work, the product, mm-hmm. and or they're they're eager to be a part of something and 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 be a part of making it go to the next level. Because some people might, it's just like if I created a new candle, because I'm looking at the candle on the table. Mm-hmm. If I created a new candle. And then I get all these people who are good at marketing, good at this, this, and that, and they don't even believe in the candle. They're going to half-ass their job. But if I meet people who are just like, yo, like, I need that candle in my house. Like, I love the candle. I love the way it smells. I love the way it looks. Mm. And you'll only find people like that if you are obsessed with the candle. If you are, right. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing with music. And creating and recording and all of that. Like, the best team is a team of people who really believe in it. Because there's going to be times when you, as the person who is the artist, is not in the room when deals are being possibly made. Not saying that the deals are being solidified, but the deals are starting. Relationships. Relationship, yeah. It's like if if I'm your manager or A&R whatever... And I'm in a room and I don't even fuck with your music. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm working with this artist. Like, her music is okay, whatever. That's Versus, the word going to spread. Exactly. Versus me being like, yo, I'm working with the most amazing artist ever. I love everything she does. I love the way she does this. She does that. Like, you got to meet her. You got to work with her. You got to whatever, collab, whatever. It's just a different energy. And people mm-hmm. could feel it. That's true. And... What do you think about um, campaigns for, like, you know, you're about to drop something, let's say. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, PR companies and stuff like that. And, and if, like, big, really big artists are doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're paying a brand to go and promote the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. What do you think is, like, the line of, like, you, you do it for the money and you, or you do it for the love of it? I think it depends on what the artist wants. Because just like we were talking about the Britney Spears thing and and everybody was saying like, oh, Britney's the boss. She's the boss. Whatever she says, we go with it. Whoever is the boss, meaning if it's the artist, which usually I think for people that I've met in person, artists, like a musician, actor, director, whatever, like I've met some famous people and their, their teams and it's usually the person who you see as the face they're usually the boss. That's what I've seen in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So when you said like, oh yeah, on the Britney uh, documentary, like they were saying Britney's the boss, I believed it instantly. Mm-hmm. Even with Beyonce, I met some people who worked for her and they were like, yo, like it's all about Miss B. We call her Miss B because she's the boss. But, you know, they'll be like, but the real boss is Miss Tina, mm-hmm. her mom. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I feel like whatever the boss wants, that's what the drive is. So if the boss is like, yo, we want to take this business, this product, which will be me or the songs or the whatever, we want to take this to the next level and we want to make it big, 
then it's probably going to be more so about the business, which is the money and the clout and the exposure versus somebody who is like, yo, we are, this is my team. I'm the leader of, we're doing it for the love and nothing else. So it's really the energy of the leader, the energy of the person who is in charge of everything. Mm. If their energy says, yo, let's make a bag, then that's probably how the campaign is going to be ran. Mm -hmm. But if their energy is like, yo, like, let's spread love, like Charlie, mm -hmm. I think his energy as a leader of what he's what he has going on is mm -hmm. let's spread love, let's change lives, let's make dreams come true. Mm -hmm. So that's what everybody who works with him, that's what they, that's how they move. Mm -hmm. Good answer, Fox. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Right before, oh my God, have mm. our mouthful and shit. I know. <laughs> right before we started recording, I was, Fox was like, oh, I never felt the pressure of having a team. And I said that, like, I was trying to remember how I started feeling like it's necessary. Mm -hmm. And I guess also, like, just like random experiences, like when I went to the Amazon. Mm -hmm. There's no possible way. Mm -hmm. That anybody there would survive mm -hmm. if they don't work as a team in that mm -hmm. village. Mm -hmm. No way. They're going to actually die. Mm -hmm. So it's like just seeing that also made me feel like, oh, you need to be a part of something. Right. A team and a tribe. A tribe. Like, not you need. I don't like that word. But it's just like it It comes back to you. It's like oh, yeah. a constant uh, feed of energy. It helps a lot. Like, I remember even when... I was in high school, and we were talking about, like, crews and cliques and groups. Mm -hmm. Will that be something that comes back? And in high school, it was, it was very similar. It was like I was a part of a lot of cliques, and we all had each other's back. So cliques meaning, like, oh, I'm on the dance team, so I have... Mm -hmm. A hundred girls who are also on the dance team and we spend a lot of time together we share experiences together so if I do anything at least 75% of these girls are going to support me in what I do right mm -hmm. and then uh, like I would be in French club and I would be a part of the young novelist group like all these little groups and if I went to that group and said like hey guys I'm doing this thing then everybody knows me and we've we've created some kind of bond together mm -hmm. for some kind of purpose and then we support each other. Yeah. And then just like I think at the poetry lounge, mm -hmm. did they have announcements where people will be able to announce what they have coming up in the beginning of the night? Yeah. I think that was, right? They had that. I wonder if it was at the end. Or I think it was at the end. Yeah. Yeah, like teamwork is strong cuz also I think teamwork is a really good thing or just having people vouch for you, period. When, um, cause it's more believable when somebody else is vouching for something else. Mm. Like if, if you go and tell people like, mm. oh, Fox can cook, then people will be like, oh, you had the cooking. So you have an opinion versus me being like, hey, I can cook. I know how to cook. Mm. It's like, it's, it's kind of biased naturally. Mm. So when somebody else says that, something else is good it's kind of like oh i think i believe it a little bit more mm. because it's not coming from the person who is trying to get me to get whatever they have 
It's coming from an outside perspective. And that's what a team can do. Damn, just made me reevaluate my decisions. The whole teamwork thing. Um, oh, Tam. Shout out to Tam. She just, damn, love is strong. Mm. I did a song, shout out to um, Thriller. It's called Better Off. Shout out. Hey, there you go. Anyway, um, <laughs> the song is out now. It's called Better Off featuring me. And um, the artist, Chell, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm talking about Chell. The artist, Thriller, my friend Thriller, he um, he made, he, he recorded this song in 2018. And then I got on. I did a verse for it before I even met him because of a producer that we had in common. Oh, I remember this story. And he was like, the producer, my friend Corey, shout out to Corey Barker Music. Um, he was like, yo, you should get on this song. I know this artist named Thriller. He's really good. He's like, like kind of like a Drake, but in his own way, like his music. Mm-hmm. And I heard the song and I was like, yeah, I'll get on the hook and I'll do a verse, like mm-hmm. whatever. And then now in 2021, we just released the song and we did a video. And he was with his girl. That's really... Fox's uh, acting debut. All right. <laughs> Lead debut. <laughs> for sure. Low key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and he was with his girl for like a really long time. And, you know, they had their differences. You know how relationships go. And she still supports him to this day and vice versa. And I think like that's so beautiful. Like that's a team. It's like, yo, like. Just because we might not be together in a relationship doesn't mean that I'm just going to neglect you. Like, mm-hmm. you're still family. Mm-hmm. You're still a part of my tribe. Yeah, no, that's that's real. <laughs> that's hard, too. It's very hard. I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that I couldn't, but I've just never had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Well, my ex-boyfriend's birthday was yesterday. And, like... He just graduated from med school. And I, it's funny because I just followed him for the first time in years on Instagram. And I wonder if he thinks, like, this bitch only following me because I'm a doctor now. <laughs> but no, it's just, I just so happen to see his page and then I follow him. But it's crazy because I watch his stories and all his posts. And I feel like I still know him. Like, I could still call him and be like, yo, you silly. Like, you funny, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like he's still my a part of my family and my mm-hmm. tribe, even though we don't even talk. Yeah. And we had differences. But that's important. It's like, I, I got your back. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry. Like, yeah. you know. And that's very important. But when you said what you said about teams, it made me think, like, damn, if you have people vouching for you, and you see that yesterday in the convo with Cliff, now all the positive things are coming mm-hmm. to my head. And he was just like, yo, like, stop trying to make people that don't fuck with you fuck with you. Just stick to the people that already believe in who you are and that you already got it. Damn. Like, just stick to that and then everybody else is going to gravitate to it. But, like, stick to the people that already, that already fuck with you. get it. 
And I was like, okay. And when he was saying it, I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But you know when conversations like kind of come back to you and you just like see it different, in a different way? Mm-hmm. But I guess that's how, like you said, authentic teams are created. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, we are, like you said, we already love this. Like, mm-hmm. God, shit. Yeah, because, for example, I'm going to try to tell the story as, as NDA possible as I can. <laughs> but, okay, so, like, for instance, I met a person, right? And this person was starting a, a company mm-hmm. for, like, a label slash consulting company, whatever. And the company is it was being ran but the way that i met the person was because i needed help with my art and then when i met this person and this company the the company was like yo like we love your art we love what you do but we would love to have you a part of the company like we want to have you as one of the execs of this company more so and also you can you can be an artist all you want and you're going to be able to express your art, but we would love to have you as one of the people who says yes and says no because we, we value your tastes and your opinions and this, this, and that. So I'm just like, okay, cool, bet. Then, and you know what I'm talking about. And then it goes, it went into now this company that I'm a part of and this team, I should say now, let's change company to team. This team that I'm a part of, is introducing me to other entities that they want to bring on board. And because the the team that I'm a part of says yes to these other entities, these other artists and these other things, and I'm naturally supposed to be like, okay, cool. I'm a part of the team, so I'm a part of whatever they're a part of, right? So what if, or not even what if, but it started, it started to happen where the, the team that I was a part of started bringing on things that I wasn't really 100% a fan or or I didn't see 100% value in it. Mm-hmm. Not that I was, like, against it completely, but I just was like, yo, like, you know, I think it's cool, but I just don't know how I can make, how I could be a part of this team if I don't feel super excited about this thing. Because I'm not about to fake excite about anything, mm-hmm. right? So then now... Stuff like that, which I think happens a lot in business. Now you have people who are part of the team because they are part of the team, but the product that the team is trying to push, certain people in that team are not even on your side. So if you if if you came as a client of this team that I was working for, and certain people, like let's say it was like a hundred people on that team, and only fifty of them fuck with you, and the other fifty don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to grow with that team if everybody is not super excited about you? You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that scares me now that I'm getting, like, more into this. Mm-hmm. Like, not even more into this as, like, jobs or nothing, but just more into this conversation. Like, that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. Versus building your own team, like he said in the convo earlier, like, building your own team and only having those people because you might have some fake people out there. You might have some clout chasers who just going to want to be a part of the team because they think it's going to blow up or whatever, rather than actually loving it and, and having that love like you do. Jeez. Because that shit happens. A lot of realizations when you start getting into this. Like, right. 
Cause that's that. Cause I've been. I I was on that side literally, and that's now I'm in a mess that is like whatever. But it's just like damn. Like I wouldn't want nobody who was like on my team and kind of like hi. I'm at the meeting because we we said we were meeting tonight, but I have no input because I don't care. <laughs> I guess that's when the the whole thing of like business is business mm-hmm. comes in because it's now. Everybody, like I said, everybody in the team has to at least be putting in something. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. it is whether it's it's, super excitement. Right, or it's just the, the or work. Or the money. Right, or the money, right. Because every business needs someone to fund it. Exactly. So someone might be like, yo, I have no idea what you're doing. Like, I don't care. I believe it's going to grow, so I'm just going to put some money and you do whatever you want with that. Exactly. But that person probably just has less percentage of the business or whatever exactly but then it's like their pay rate is just way lower <laughs> right but then when it comes to like art mm-hmm. and artists yeah. that's when you see that's when you start seeing like or i guess when people say they sell they sold out mm-hmm. they you start being a sellout artist because now you're buying all of your supporters mm-hmm. instead of having people that actually fuck with it exactly but hey Either or, like, everybody got to do what they got to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And see it however they see it. Yeah. And I think when you focus on making great um, work, whether it's inventing a new toothpaste or being a producer or being a, a singer, whatever the fuck you do, when you focus on making that thing really really good i think you you're gonna always naturally attract people who fuck with it Mm -hmm. like the minute you fuck with something yourself then because i think because when i say that i mean like okay so if if i decided like tomorrow i want to start becoming a youtube mukbanger because i love mukbangs i'm a fan of it i watch it every day I, i like videos i don't like some of them I'm a huge fan. I'm invested in that. So now if I become a mukbanger and start doing these mukbangs, I'm going to know exactly what's dope and what's not. I'm going to be able to look at my shit and be like, yo, I wouldn't even watch this. Exactly. So when you create something, you know when it's good and when it's not. And when you start really fucking with your own shit, you know that people will fuck with your shit too. Mm -hmm. Because you're already a fan of it. You're right. Oh, I feel like my calves are getting bigger. Yes, I ma'am. I feel like I just ate my life away. I know. It was good. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I just got this whole... I feel like a... An animal. Mm-hmm. I could say. Panda? Hmm? When the panda eats and like he just like wants to put his belly up. Oh, yeah, there was that. Yes, mm-hmm. that's how I feel right now. But yeah, no, it's it's a it's a trip to like understand. Also, I guess the biggest part is just understanding what you as a person value the most and what you want out of it. Mhm. Yeah. And going for that. It's funny because in the past week, I've been having a lot of people ask me, "Oh, what do you do?" And the first question they usually ask is, "Oh, do you do music too?" And that question is so hard for me. Even though I just posted a whole music video today. Yeah. Like, 
I still don't feel comfortable with saying that I'm an artist. Like, because mm. I feel like I'm just so much more than that. And, it's, and when you said, like, it just depends on your morals, the person's morals and their values and what they want to do, I'm just like, damn, that's something that I need to kind of... I don't even have to think about it because I don't think what I do defines who I am or I have to specifically figure out a label for myself and stick it on my fucking forehead. Yeah. But I know when I talk to people and I ask them, like, oh, do you do music? And then they start telling me all these things and, and they seem undecided. It, it, it automatically makes me think, oh, you don't know what you do. You don't know who you are. You don't know what, like, you're confused. Mm. That's how I would think if somebody said that to me. That's true. So even when people be like, oh, you're an artist, right? And I'm just like, yeah, but I also do this and I also do that. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it kind of has this stigma of like, oh, you're all over the place and you haven't figured it out. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because I feel like everybody does a lot of different things, especially in LA. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of producers who also sing. There's a lot of engineers who also produce and you don't know which one to market. I guess you say you're an artist. Right. Like, I'm an Just artist. Just be like, <laughs> are you an artist? Yes. Right. Because people always want to say, oh, you're an artist, so you do music. And it's like, no. I'm an artist, so I do art. Yeah, I do art, and you got to experience it and tell me how you feel about it. Yeah, and people don't understand until they follow you on Instagram, and then they're like, oh, you did this, this, this. Like, oh. But... I don't know. I'm starting to hate that question, but I only think I hate it because I'm insecure about it. Mm-hmm. I'm insecure about when people ask me, what do I do? Or do I do music? Am I a writer? Am I an artist? Am I a rapper? I'm just like, yeah, that and plus a hundred more things. Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I th- yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the city we're in. And it's like... No, that's exactly what it is. It's it's the whole t- fucking team thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh, can I can I be a can part I of the use team? you? Yeah, or can I use or, you? Yeah, it mm-hmm. can go both ways. But like, if we're meeting, it's for a reason, right? Exactly. So like, that's the first thought. It's like, oh, we're meeting for a reason, and mm-hmm. I think if you're vocal about what you do, I've seen how that has um, made me more like say focus but just like certain of what I do mm-hmm. and helped me connect with people that we can create things cool together exactly. but is I feel like that too when it comes to like in music I don't consider myself a singer or mm-hmm. a piano player mm-hmm. or a guitar player mm-hmm. like I'm I don't know I'm all and those things and it's funny because other people will just catch something for you and then promote you as that like today mm-hmm. um we were talking and and our friend was like oh yeah like you should meet nachi she plays guitar and i was like in my head i was like damn like she does so much more than guitar mm-hmm. like but it's because i know what you do mm-hmm. and i know who you are and i'm with you every day so it's, it's easy for me to be like oh like she plays guitar she does piano she's a producer she sings she writes like She's the tree girl. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I can go on for days. Yeah, people want to promote what they like the most about the thing. Exactly. You know, it will be like... Yeah. <laughs> people when we go to Lodge's house and we talk about Frida, mm-hmm. the water machine. Right. And everybody's 
<laughs> definition of Frida is what it, they think is it, amazing. Exactly. It's like, oh, girl, this is for your hair, for your face. Exactly. Or like, oh, this is an ionizer pH. You're right. Like, a lot of people be like, oh, oh, yeah, it's an ionizer. It's not a filter. I'm just like, oh, girl, it's water. Like, you right. know, it's good for you. Make you sweat a lot. Right. Like, or like when you promote an artist that you like, you usually say the thing you like the most about them. Exactly. So it's that's like, it makes true. sense, you know? Yeah, and like, however true. people want to perceive you is how it came across when you guys met. Mm-hmm. And that's what was shining the most about you. And that's fine. Girl. It's so funny, too, when I meet other, like, when I forget because, you know, I have bad memory, apparently. I, it's so crazy. I, I don't have good memory. But I'll forget, like, my encounters with people, <laughs> like, the first time. Mm-hmm. And then people be like, oh, yeah, like, this is Fox. Like, she's a stylist. And, I, and then somebody else who I met will be in the room and be like, yeah, you do music too, right? And I'm like, yeah, I do all of that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like everything is, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't lie to you. Like, and I feel like people be like, wait, you told me you do this. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is the, I guess it, what is the purpose of the question is what is the purpose of the answer? And I think the purpose of the question is will be pissing me the fuck off. It's like, why are you asking? I mean, I get it. Cause I act, I don't even think I ask people what do they do though. I just kind of let people tell and show me who they are and what they do. Yeah, I think I do. I don't recall ever asking somebody, what do they do? I, I usually ask, like, what do you do in your day-to-day? Like, what, what are things that you like to do in your day-to-day? Like, One thing I do do, I ask is, what are your passions? Like, what are you passionate about? Yeah. And what? I think that forces them to really express what it is that they love doing versus um, somebody telling me all these different things on how they make money. It's like, I don't care. If you make money with your passion, then that's fine. But if you make money doing something, but your passion is actually this, mm. then it's just like if Nate said, like, oh, I work at this place, mm-hmm. but he never says, like, I'm a rapper. Because what do you do can mean that. Mm. Yeah. And that's why I, I never really ask people, what do they do for a living or whatever? I just be like, what's your passion? Like, what, what is it that you love doing? Mm. That's a good question. That's a better question than what do you do? Yeah, because what do you do? And, or when people assume, they're like, oh, like, like one girl asked me the other day, was I a manager? And I was just like, no. <laughs> and I didn't explain shit. I just looked at her and said, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Low key. Low it's key like if you, is. Right. Wait, what? I feel like low-key you are, though. Right. <laughs> like, you're a stylist, a manager. Right, it's like singer. Right, I should have just been like, mm-hmm. I cook great food, actually. Right, like <laughs> if you want to get to know me, get to know me. You'll figure it out. You'll tell me what you think I do. How about that? <laughs> exactly. I guess. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like my answer be changing a little bit depending on where I'm at. Exactly. Exactly. You know. And I I don't think nothing's wrong with that. But I think for me, in my head, I start to get kind of confused because I'm just like, damn, like, I know when other people are trying to explain me to other people, they probably trying to figure it out as well. Mm -hmm. Or they figure it out because, like you said, they say what they think is best of you, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, damn, like, should I pick one thing to tell everybody or should I just tell everybody a different thing every time somebody different asks or... Should I sit there and be like, well, 
I do this and this and this. Like, I'm just tired of answering that question. Mm. Like, what do you think would, what do you think would be something that, not change necessarily, but like do or decide in your mind, you know, those clicks that we have Mm -hmm. that would make you more comfortable with that question? Wait, what you mean? Like, what do you think are things in your mind Mm -hmm. in your life that you think would make you more comfortable with that question? Oh. I think what would make me more comfortable with that question is people not having judgments or not feeling like they got to know what you do for their own sake or their own good. Because I don't don't think it bothers me because of anything that has to do with me. I think it's them. Like I, but my assumptions might be what needs to change too. I need to stop assuming yeah. that people are asking me these things because they're trying to get something out of me. Because sometimes people are just curious. No, I think most times they're just like, curious. I but I'm just assuming, like, yeah, yeah, like or not ever. Definitely, a lot of times people just want to see like how how can we do something exactly. But like sometimes it's just like. You know when you say when you be looking at the car and you mm-hmm. be thinking about like oh that girl probably just got some dick right and right like create we see people and then knowing also what they who they are as people whatever what they do in the day to day makes you I don't know it's curious I don't know yeah it's I guess it is like that it's like you want to paint that picture yeah. Yeah, because when I meet people, especially when I meet people who have a cool look, mm. who I think is attractive or they have a nice style or they have like a, a certain aura, I usually do want to know what they do. Yeah. Because I'm trying to see if I'm guessing it right. Yeah. Like today, this guy asked me, he was, because Ella was trying to explain where I was at mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, you're going to see a girl in some really fly um, cowgirl boots and she has a really nice style. You can't miss her. <laughs> So when he saw me, he was like, yo, you do have a really nice style. Like, what do you do? And then I was like, oh, like something like that. It makes sense. Like, I was excited to tell him mm-hmm. everything that I do. I told him everything. I was like, well, shit, I do this, this, this. Like, sometimes I'll be doing this. Like, you know, it just, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Like, I was like cool with talking to him because he gave me his perspective automatically. And he had a perspective to go off of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's It's weird, but... I do. I guess I do do that too. Like I wonder in my head, but I'm I I'm not courageous enough to ask. I'm kind of more like, ooh, like I'm gonna figure it out as the night go on or as the day goes on or mm-hmm. as that moment continues. It's gonna mm-hmm. come out, and I'm just gonna wait for it. <laughs> or I'll go to somebody's Instagram and stalk them. That's really how I figure it out. Yeah. That's what I do. I don't ask That's you. That's what I do. I don't ask you what you do. I just be like, what's your Instagram? Your Instagram gonna tell me what you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or not. I mean, or not, right. That's true. I guess here, yeah. I mean, but no, like some, some a lot of people who do really great, amazing things, their Instagram be having like two pictures of them on a cliff like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'll just put her hands up, like her arms up. Like a, like, woo! person is like the fucking creator of uh fucking, fucking black apple. panther or, right or apple right yo and they just be in thailand eating or a, pl- a picture of a plate with food and their dog and their wife and their dog and their wife right and it's like yo do you not want to show how amazing you are right now <laughs> yeah it really it depends on the person and um 
everything. But having a team means you don't have to explain what you do. You don't have to introduce yourself. You don't have to introduce yourself. You don't. You really don't. Your team will naturally introduce you for you. The and world, like, the word is around. Exactly. Just like with Prince, when um, uh, one of his dancers, I met her on set. Oh, no, actually, I watched a documentary, and then I met one of his dancers on set of, like, a TV show. And she kind of, um, uh, what is it, clarified that or validated what the girl said in the, in the um, documentary. But basically, when Prince was on tour, everybody who worked with Prince or worked on that tour from the the seamstress, the hairstylist, the band, of course, the, the band especially, like the band had to act like they were Prince too. Like mm-hmm. Prince was like, yo, if you are working with me, you have to have the aesthetic that I have. So he would send his whole team, the management, everybody who was a part of his company or business or tour or performance, whatever, they all had to have the same aesthetic as Prince and they had to act like they were with Prince. Mm. And he was like, that's, that's, that's how I want it to be. So if we are staying in a hotel and you go downstairs to just get coffee, you need to be dressed up and, like, and people see you, they would be like, yo, like that, they, they might be Prince. with Prince. Exactly. So you had to have the whole demeanor as him because he wanted everybody to be cool like him. Do you think he made his friends have his brand? His friends? Because if you have I don't know to if be he around. Has <laughs> Damn. Like, you know, I don't know if he had friends. I mean, I think his friends were people that he worked with. Yeah. Or maybe other famous people. But I know for sure, and, I, and I, when I met his, um, in person, I met a girl who was dancing with him for on tour for a long, well, not a girl, a grown-ass woman, lady. She used to dance with him on tour, and she was like, oh, like, he was very particular about everything. Like, everything had to be the brand. Mm-hmm. Everywhere we went, every club we went to, and since he didn't like drinking, he didn't like any of us to drink. So if you picked up a cocktail at the bar or at the club that we would go to, he would kind of give you a look like, mm-mm, like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't say it, but he would just be like, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know I don't do that. Yeah. And it was just like he wanted everybody to be kind of just super, super dressed up, fly, but mysterious. Mm. That's nuts. Right. Like, I mean, you were being paid for, to do that. Yeah. Like, I'm paying you to be Prince Brand. Exactly. Just like when you go to an Apple store. It, right. If you work for Apple. Yeah, if you work for Apple, you have, like Marcus works for Apple. When you go to his house, you will think you're walking in an Apple office. Everything Apple, everything is Apple in Marcus's house. He has an Apple TV, Apple phone, Apple fucking um, uh, fan, Apple watch. All his products are Apple. Damn. And when I come there with my Google phone, he'd be like, is that Google? And I'm like, yeah. And then he'll like be like, you know, Apple has this, 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 like... He's just headhunter for Apple. Right. He's like the spokesperson. Right. Because he's a part of the brand. Mm. And even um, when I used to work at, uh, what store was it? When I worked at Banana Republic, we had to wear Banana Republic at work. Mm -hmm. We couldn't wear any other labels. Yeah. Or if we did, they couldn't show, Mm -hmm. you know? Damn. I'm seeing everything as business right now. (laughs) (laughs) My head is so like... Oh, 
every every thing, not just a store that mm-hmm. is obvious mm-hmm. with the brand is like every click, every mm-hmm. all the different labels and who owns every label and like mm. probably all the producer chains, you know. Oh. Like, you know, like if you're a part of this brand right here, producers mm-hmm. and like that's just like when artists be getting signed to labels, and the labels are like, okay, now we're about to make a project. So with this label, we're going to put you in the studio with the producers who are also signed to this label. Exactly. Like we're not gonna ever reference a producer who, if if you're working with RCA, I don't. I mean, I I might be wrong, but I would. I couldn't. I can't imagine RCA being like, oh yeah, like. Work with a producer at Columbia. Like, hell no. No, because RCA, the guy who hired the producers, they now have a relationship. And now the producer is expecting the guy to be like, Yeah, because now we're a team. Yo, for me, I'm in your brand. So if I'm out of the room, you're going to say produce with me. Exactly. Just like when I was about to get signed at Interscope, as soon as the paperwork started coming in, they were like, Oh, if you don't have a lawyer, we have lawyers here. And the first thing in my mind was like, Ty was like, okay, cool. I'm like, mm-mm. No. Y'all have lawyers? Nah, we got lawyers. And Ty looked at me like, do we? And I was just like, we don't, but we gonna have one. Like, <laughs> they we? not, right. They not giving us no lawyers. Fuck that. They gonna, they gonna put everything in the contract that's gonna help the lawyer and help the actual company because the company hired the lawyer. Like, yeah. the company is paying that lawyer so that the lawyer not gonna lose his job. Mm. Mm-hmm. And make them lose money from our contract. Exactly. So of course they're gonna be in cahoots together. Exactly. And it's like nah 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 nah. I got a lawyer. When I go on Google tonight, I'm gonna find one. <laughs> Even I though I regret that. Oh my God, the moon girl. Yeah, it's it's full moon girl. Jeez, Wait, it's like it? like come right here. It's above the building. Back up towards me. No no no, this way. It's right here. Straight ahead. Girl. Mike. So come this way, sorry. You see it? Okay, maybe go up. It's like up above. <laughs> oh, there you go. okay, okay, okay. Jesus, how did you see that? Because look how bright it is. It's bright. <laughs> it's piercing through here. I feel like I'm blind. It's full moon and Virgo, so we're getting our shit together. I love this full moon and Virgo. Right? That's, it makes sense. We've been so much, like, organizing and planning. So organized, yeah. And every... Girl, literally, I'm planning these one sheets. Oh, oh baby. <laughs> I'm planning these one sheets, and all the titles, I'm like, oh, they have to be bold with the same font. And the colors are going to be in the same color family. So it's going to be dark green, light green, and then the lighter green. Like, <laughs> everything is and like, the lighter green. I'm like, oh, these lines got to be perfect right now. Like, uh-uh. Choo-choo. Wow. He was screaming this morning, girl. He was like, let go! I woke up instantly. Hi, Chulo. Chulo is a... Chulo is a, a... Capricorn. Oh, so he likes working hard. That's why he be catching all these squirrels. Because <laughs> he... When I got him in February, it was Valentine's Day, 14. And he was like two weeks old. Oh, can I have this last one? Of course. I ate a thousand. Mm. So he... He was born in January, Capricorn, right? 
Do we stop the recording? Uh-uh. We can. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys. Well, I hope you Not will take something. that <laughs> right. for your life, and it will make sense. Get a team that loves you. Yes. Stick to people that already believe. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And grow together, even if it's just two of y'all, because Steve Jobs did it with, like, two people mm-hmm. at first. Mm-hmm. And then everybody believed him. Mm-hmm. You All right. Peace. Peace.